Hello and welcome to Woodrow's Wishlist. I'm Evan Woodson, and in today's podcast, going to be talking to you about the Indiana Pacers uh, getting a big win over the Celtics the other night, uh, Victor Oladipo with that big three, and then the steal to win the game for them. I'm going to talk about their chances in the Eastern Conference, uh, going to talk a little bit about the Washington Wizards, what they need to do with their squad, uh, the Lakers getting off to a bit, a, bit, a bit of a slow start. And then I'm also going to finish with uh, Philadelphia, how they look in the East, and how the East looks overall compared to the West. So let's get right into it. I'm going to start with the game on uh, Saturday night between the uh, Indiana Pacers and the Boston Celtics. Uh, You know, this was a very fun game to watch. Very back and forth. Uh, You know, ultimately, Indiana gets the win. Victor Oladipo coming through big. Uh, you know, I was very high on Oladipo coming into this year. I was very high on the Celt- the Six- or the Pacers coming into this year. Uh, you know, I think they got kind of lost in the mix at the beginning of the season when you're talking about the best teams in the East. Uh, you know, the Milwaukee Bucks, Toronto Raptors, Celtics. You know, Sixers are kind of names that come to the table before the Pacers. But I think the Pacers are right there with, with uh, all of those teams. Uh, you know, they're now 7-3. and three. Huge win over the Celtics at home. Uh, you know, this is a very fun game to watch. You know, Oladipo having a big game, 24 points, 12 rebounds. You know, he had that uh, he had that um, steal and that big three. Uh, you know, and this bench for Indiana is very good, and uh, they've shown that they can compete with anyone. You know, I thought they outplayed the Celtics bench. Uh, you know, the Celtics bench has been a bit disappointing this year. Uh, you know, Rozier just hasn't really been himself lately. He's not getting a lot of minutes. You know, he's only averaging about seven points. Uh, you know, Marcus Morris has been an absolute beast off of the bench for the Celtics. But, you know, other than him, obviously Marcus Smart and Aaron Baines do their thing. But they haven't been super impressive, and I don't think they're as deep as people think. And right now I'm liking this Indiana Pacers bench a little bit more. Uh, you know, they have a lot of guys they can throw out there. You know, a guy like TJ Leaf, who's getting a lot better. You know, he scored 7 points in 11 minutes. You know, he can stretch the floor for you. I really liked him coming out of UCLA. Obviously didn't get much playing time last year. But, you know, he's cracked the rotation. Uh, he's kind of taken Kyle O'Klin's minutes. Uh, they like to go smaller in their second unit. And he's been really good. You know, Doug McDermott, another guy. He, he's only really out there to shoot threes. But, you know, he spaces the floor really well for this team. Uh, you know, Tyreek Evans had a nice game, 17 points in 22 minutes. He's another guy that could come off the bench and score. Uh, he's one of the best score, bench scorers in the NBA. And, uh, you know, he's really improved this bench that, that got much improved from last season. Uh, you know, and then Sabonis, just Sabonis has been an absolute beast. Uh, you know, everyone talks about Miles Turner, you know, having this big future. And I think Miles Turner will be very good. I really like Miles Turner's game. But, you know, Sabonis has been, has been, has been a little bit better this year, I think. You know, he had a 12, 5, and 9, you know, 9 rebounds, 5 assists, 12 points in uh, 27 minutes. You know, he can space the floor for you. He shoots very well from the mid-range. You know, he can shoot threes. He's an absolute beast down low. This team rebounds the ball very well. Uh, you know, if they go to Sabonis at the five, Miles Turner at the five, these guys are both excellent rebounders. This bench is very good. Uh, you know, one of the best. I think they're the second best bench in the Eastern Conference after the Toronto Raptors. Um, but, you know, I think as of right now, they are playing a bit better than the Celtics bench. And I'm really liking what I'm seeing from this Pacer squad moving forward. You know, they had that really good series against the Cleveland Cavaliers last year. And then they come back, 
Uh, you know, a lot of people are kind of sleeping on them coming into this season. You know, uh, I really like them. I thought they made some big improvements. You know, you keep the exact same starting lineup. Uh, you don't really have to integrate anyone new into the starting lineup. You get another year of Miles Turner, another year of Sabonis, some of these young guys. And then you bring in uh, some nice guys off the bench. You know, you get Doug McDermott, you get Tyreek Evans, Kyle O'Quinn. Uh, you know, you get another year of TJ Leaf. Uh, Corey Joseph's coming back. He's a solid veteran, you know, who has a championship. This team is very deep. Uh, they're, they have that experience. They've now been in a playoff series against LeBron, you know, where they took him to a Game 7. You know, and Victor Oladipo, he's the star of this team. You know, he's averaging 22 points a game, averaging 1.7 steals, been very impressive. He's a very good two-way player for this squad, uh, one of the best two-way players in the Eastern Conference. I'm really liking what I'm seeing out of Vic so far this year, and he's only going to get better as the season progresses. You know, he's still young, and, you know, they, so they have their best player in Vic. He's their clear star, and then, you know, after that, it's just a bunch of guys who do their job, uh... They have, you know, they have six guys that average in uh, double figures, which is, you know, very impressive. You know, uh, then you have Darren Collison, who just averages just below uh, double figures. This team is very, very good. Uh, they're going to be a, a big threat moving forward. I have them probably finishing as the, as the fourth seed, I think. I think they'll play Philadelphia in the first round. I think they're going to beat the 76ers. And then, you know, maybe the, a matchup against Toronto, maybe Boston in the second round. Maybe even Milwaukee. Uh, you know this team is going to be very fun moving forward. I really like really like the way they play. They have a very good coach in uh, in uh, Nate, who's proven to be who's proven to be a very good coach. He pro he was a very good coach last year, and he's doing the same thing again this year. This Pacers team is ready to compete right now. Victor Oladipo, one of the best players in the Eastern Conference. You know he's starting to solidify that now, and this team is going to be very scary moving forward. And uh, not a team that a lot of guys are going to want to play. Uh, so yeah, that's my take on the uh, Indiana Pacers. You know, very excited to see what they can do moving forward. They have a big game tonight against Houston. That's going to be a fun one to watch. Looking forward to seeing that game. Then I want to talk about the Lakers. Uh, you know, they're 4-6. and six. Had a little bit of a rough start to the season. Looked like they kind of left finally kind of found some winning ways, had a great win against Portland, but almost blew that 20-point lead, and then just got absolutely smacked last night from Toronto. I was watching that game. They just came out lifeless. Uh, you know, LeBron didn't, didn't play, didn't have a good game. You know, the, 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 the backup guys made it a closer game. I think this bench is sensational. One of the best benches in the NBA. They showed it against Portland with all these young guys. LeBron, he, he needs another piece. I'd like to see... KCP maybe as a trade piece, uh, uh, try to get another guy, you know, a guy that's been floating around, Bradley Beal. If Bradley Beal's available, you know, maybe maybe trade a guy like Ingram. I think Kuzma's the most untouchable guy right now, other than LeBron. I really like Kyle Kuzma's game. You know, he's averaging 19 points a game. He shoots the ball well. He attacks. He's not afraid of everyone. He comes out and just plays. I think he's the second best scorer on this team. You know, Brandon Ingram has a bit more potential than Kyle Kuzma. But right now, Kuzma's the, the second guy on this team. And the Lakers have a lot of talent in their starting lineup. Guys like LeBron, you go down the list. You know, Josh Hart, this guy can come on the floor, shoot threes. He plays defense. He attacks the rim. He's not as scared of anybody. JaVale McGee's having an excellent year. 
you know, he's he's a candidate for six man of the year and most improved right now. Uh, he's in the top five for both of those. They have guys that can play. You know, a tough loss against Toronto last night, but I'm looking at their schedule. Uh, four and six right now. The East hasn't been. Or sorry, the West hasn't been as great as everyone thinks. Like it's a great it's a great conference, but I think the East has actually been better than the West right now. Like the top four teams, because other than the Warriors, obviously the Nuggets have gotten off to a great start. But if you look down the list, the Trailblazers are in third. I think that I think the Blazers, you know, they came out with they have that great continuity. Dame's playing awesome. I think they're going to come back to earth, down to earth a little bit. The fourth seed, the Spurs, then the Grizzlies. I don't think the Grizzlies were going to stay there for very long. Then the Kings, Clippers. The Kings and Clippers are in the sixth and seventh seed. You know, the Lakers are only a game behind the Thunder for the eighth seed. They're, you know, three games or two games behind, two games behind the Grizzlies for the fifth seed. So I think with this next schedule coming up, uh, they have Minnesota. Then Sacramento, then the Hawks, then the Blazers at home, then the Magic, then the Heat, then the Cavaliers. I can see them winning all of those games, uh, which will put them at ten and six. And I think that so sixteen games into the season at ten and six, and I do think they will win all these games. I think they're going to come out with a, with the vengeance. They have Minnesota at home, you know the Hawks, the Cavaliers, the Magic, and the Heat. Those should all be wins. The Kings are a tough one, but I think they will get the win, and I think they will beat the Blazers at home. You know, 10-6 and six could push them as high as the 5 seed, and then they're just going to only get better from there. So I'm not too worried about these Lakers. You know, LeBron does do this every year. Every year we talk about it. You know, he has a young team. He's adjusting. They aren't great defensively. They were atrocious against Toronto last night. Toronto just did whatever they wanted with them. They get Tyson Chandler, which is huge. He's a great rim protector. So now you have a rim protector in your starting lineup in McGee and a rim protector in your second unit in Tyson Chandler. He can catch lobs. I think they're going to be a lot better defensively now with Tyson Chandler in the mix. And this team is going to be ready to compete. I like that to see them go 10-6. and six. They're going to go on a nice little win streak. Uh, you know, they did get those wins against the Mavs. They got the win against the Blazers. That obviously just got completely blown out by the Raptors. That's a very good Raptors team, even without Kawhi. The depth they have, Lowry's playing. He's He's been the second-best point guard in the league so far this year after Steph Curry. So not making too much of a deal. The Lakers have a ton of talent, and I think they're just going to get better moving forward. LeBron's going to figure it out. You know, he's still averaging 26-7-7. and I know his plus-minus hasn't been great. Kuzma's at averaging 19. Ingram's averaging 15.5. This team has guys that can play. You know, they got six guys in double figures, then Lance and Lonzo at, at nine. So they essentially have eight guys averaging around 10 points a game. This team can score with anybody. Defense has been a problem. I think they're going to step it up defensively. They have guys like Josh Hart, KCP, Rondo. Lonzo Ball has the potential to be good defensively. You know, when LeBron James locks in, I still like this team. Because I'm just looking at the, especially in the Western Conference, and as long as they don't have to play Golden State, you know, I think they could beat anyone in a playoff series. Houston hasn't looked the same. Utah, I have they have not been that impressive. They haven't been great defensively, and they rely on uh, Donovan Mitchell way too much. Denver's been good, but we'll see what they're like in a playoff series. The Blazers, the Spurs. I, I do like the Lakers to make the conference finals still, as long as they can avoid the Warriors, and I think that will happen. Uh, I'm still taking the Lakers to beat any of these teams in a playoff series. So not really too panicked about this this Lakers team, but this stretch is going to be crucial for them. 
This is going to be make or break for their season. They have to get, they have to get at least five of these games. You know, you can drop a, a, a game to the Blazers. You can drop a game to the to the Timberwolves maybe, or the Kings even. But they got to get those games. They got to get the games against Orlando, Atlanta, Cavaliers, Miami. So it's a big stretch for them. Uh, Tyson Chandler it looks like he's expected to play against Minnesota on Wednesday. So that's going to be the start of a of a winning of a winning couple of uh, weeks for for the Lakers, and I think this team will be okay moving forward. Then I want to talk about the Philadelphia 76ers. Moving into this season, I had them as the third best team in the East. Uh, I wasn't too sure what to expect out of Milwaukee or Indiana, who and now I both I think are both better than this uh, 76ers team. They have not been very impressive. Six and five. They just got blown out by Brooklyn, and in the three big games they've played against uh, teams in their conference, you know the big games against the Milwaukee Bucks, the Toronto Raptors, and the Boston Celtics, all games that Ben Simmons and 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 Bede played in. You know the first the first game of the uh, first game of the season they lose one hundred five eighty seven to Boston. You know, then they lose 123-108 against Milwaukee, and then 129-112 to against Toronto. I know these are all road games, but still, they've just been completely outclassed by the top three teams in the Eastern Conference. And this team just isn't, they're not, they're not a team that's in the top three. I don't even think they're in the top four. I have Indiana ahead of them. Uh, you know, Ben Simmons, 13 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists. These aren't terrible numbers. But you saw the 10 turnovers against Toronto. He was absolutely outclassed by Kawhi Leonard. And I think the top teams, like the Boston, Toronto, and uh, Milwaukee, with their great defenses, they're going to have answers for Ben Simmons. And he's going to have to start shooting the ball, or this team is going to be in trouble. You know, Joel Embiid has been an absolute stud. He's playing 34 minutes, 28 points, and 10, 12 rebounds. I think he can keep this up. But, you know, he's he hasn't been able to play full seasons and if you know if he doesn't if he's not able to play full seasons they're six and five right now with him playing in every game they might struggle a bit he's he's putting up MVP numbers but this team needs to win more Ben Simmons needs to be better I said you know by by the end of the season he could be the best point guard in the east I was really liking what I'm seeing out of him in in the preseason defensively especially but he hasn't been looking too great and they don't they don't have a lot of shooters right now for him to kick it to, you know, losing Bellinelli and losing Urson, we saw what those guys did with Simmons last year. Just guys that would step on the floor and hit shots for Ben. He was loving playing with those guys. Now they lose them. Uh, Wilson Chandler hasn't really come back yet, but he 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 played his first game. He'll 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 start to get better, I think, which will be good for them. But you know, Mike Mike Muscala, Landry Shamit, Markel Fultz. Dario Saric has not been very good. I, I expected a lot more from him. He's he's averaging under 10 points a game. Um, I, I was expecting a big season from Saric. I was expecting about 15 points a game from him. I'm hoping he can get back there. You know, Markel Fultz has not been very good. JJ Redick's been their second leading scorer. He's averaging 18 points a game. He's pull, he's playing sensational. But they need another guy out there. Their bench is very shady besides JJ Redick. Just going down the list, Landry Shamit, Mike Muscala, Amir Johnson, TJ McConnell's only playing, you know, 11 minutes a game. He needs to be playing, or sorry, he's playing 13 minutes a game. He needs to be playing more than that. Uh, Marco Fultz, you know, he's playing 24 minutes. He hasn't really been that that great. 
The shot obviously hurts them. You know, TJ McConnell, like to see as a guy, I know you're trying to develop Markel Fultz, but TJ McConnell was very good last year. He was very good in the playoffs for them. I'd like to see him get some more minutes. Uh, you know, the, the, the lack of depth is really going to hurt this team, especially when you look at the, the best teams in the, in the East, and even Milwaukee's bench is much improved. But Toronto, Boston, Celtics, these are the three best benches in, in the NBA, right? Or sorry, Toronto, Boston, and Indiana. These are the three best benches in the, in the or not in the NBA, sorry, in the Eastern Conference. And it's going to hurt the uh, Philadelphia when they have to go up against these teams and they go to their bench and when Embiid isn't on the floor, this team is really struggling. Uh, I don't like them too much moving forward. I know it's early in the season, but I just, I don't see how they get a lot better. If Wilson Chandler can come back, you know, Zaire Smith's out as well. Maybe this team could get a little bit better. But I still don't like them among the top teams in the Eastern Conference. And this Eastern Conference has, has been very impressive, you know. The Pacers, the Bucks, the Raptors, the Celtics, these are all some of the best teams. I say they're, you know, four of the six best teams right now in the, in the NBA, along with uh, uh, the Denver Nuggets and the Golden State Warriors. The East is very impressive. I can't wait for the Eastern playoffs. I know that's a long time away and the season's just getting underway. But very much looking forward to see what I can see out of these Eastern Conference teams. And it's going to be a fun season. So thank you for listening. This is another episode of Woodrow's Wishlist. You can find me on NBA, or sorry, on Instagram at NBA Talk 49. Feel free to message me and have a great, have a great day.